Good evening, church. Thank you, Brother Dory. Thank you, everyone, their participation. And I have been slighted again. Apple pie, fruit bowl, plate full of potatoes, and several pieces of chicken. I'm like Adam, that kitchen mechanic you gave me. But it's so good, it's so good to be able to feast in such a way every week, every week. Don't take it for granted. Great appreciation extended to the ladies working in the kitchen and the hard work, the diligence they put into it. So don't ever think at one moment you're not appreciated for all the hard work you do. This evening, I would like to direct your attention to our bulletin as well as Galatians chapter 5. Wednesday night, we had a subject of discussion talking about sex trafficking. And it's been a growing problem and it's even worse now than it's ever been before. But I, I think it's important that we keep this in the forefront of our discussions and what's going on in our society because we are not exempt from some of our children falling prey and falling into this trap. Particularly, I would just like to read, now Wednesday night, some of you have heard this information because we did a PowerPoint presentation, but some of you were teaching other classes and you didn't. But I would just like to re reiterate just how serious of a problem this is. It says sex trafficking, by definition, the illegal business of recruiting, harboring, transporting, obtaining, or providing a person, and especially a minor, for the purpose of sex. It says, in Atlanta, home of many things, the Falcons, Coca-Cola, CNN, and one of the biggest hubs of sex trafficking nationwide. This modern day slavery is the second largest criminal enterprise in the world, second only to the drug trade according to the nonprofit of Out of Darkness. Every month, now this is the one that really just should cause all of us to just take a step back and recognize we are not exempt. Every month, 7,200 men purchase sex from a minor. A minor. Now what is a minor? What, what age constitutes a minor? Huh? Now, think about how smart you were when you were 16. Now, at the time, you may have thought you were brilliant. But we know now that we're older and we look at our children and we look at other children and we realize just how naive, just how easy it would be for someone to trick them. Look at all of the resources that are available in our society now. Young girls and boys are tricked every day over the Internet. 
to meet strangers. They never met. They're tricked into taking pictures of themselves. That one day, whether it's 5, 10, 15, 20 years later, it can surface. Yes, sir. It could be used to blackmail them. Yeah. It could be used to ruin their careers. Yeah. All types of things. When you're 16, you only know what a 16-year-old knows. Yeah. I don't care how, how fine of a body you may have. I don't care how well endowed with breasts that you may have or how much booty as they say in this day and time you may have I don't care how much men may whistle at you and cat call and talk about how fine you might be if you don't have common sense if you don't have the intellect to back up you're in danger Every month, 7,200 men purchase sex from a minor, accounting for more than 8,000 sex acts. Another study by Georgia Cares claims that more than 90% of domestic minor sex trafficking victims in Georgia were enrolled in school at the time of their exploitations. School used to be a safe haven. Yeah. Now school is a recruiting ground. Yeah. We brought out in some of the discussion Wednesday night. We, we, we encouraged our young ladies and young men too because young men are being recruited and they are involved in the sex trafficking also being abused. Yeah. Mistreated. You wonder how that young boy could wear a, a three or four hundred dollar pair of tennis shoes. But yet they can't keep the lights on at home. You wonder why he can wear a throwback jersey that may cost several hundred dollars. Some of these young men and some of the young ladies wear carrying these purse costing five, six hundred dollars. They're part of the recruiting trade. They give you a glimpse of the glamour. They give you a glimpse of the bright lights, but they don't tell you the dark side. They don't tell you about the abuse. They don't share with you about the humiliation and the other things they have to go through. But to make it all right, they go out and buy them something and now they can walk around at school because nobody else can afford this kind of stuff. That's right. And what does a young lady do when she sees someone dressing like that? They are impressed. They, they're wondering, wow, she must really have it going on. Does she really? Atlanta was named by the FBI as one of 14 U.S. cities with the highest, the highest rate of children used in prostitution in Georgia. 12,400 men purchased sex with young women in any given month. Approximately 100 adolescent females are sexually exploited each night in Georgia. <coughs> In Georgia, adolescent females 
controlled by the child sex trafficking trade or sexually exploited by an adult male on the average of three times per night. And I was talking to someone after our discussion, our class Wednesday night, you know what? We didn't even get to touch or scratch the surface talking about the diseases. Here's some young lady that's having sex with 40, 50, 60, 75 men in one day. What kind of disease, what kind of diseases do you think are being exchanged? What kind of fluids are being exchanged among all of these different people? And there she lied, just a piece of meat. What kind of man or woman could find pleasure in such behavior like that? Well, it's called sin. It's called sin. And folks, I, I, I say all the time, and I'll say it until I die. You need to respect the power of sin. You need to respect the power of sin. Because sin will take you places you never dream. Sin will cause you to do things you never imagined. Sin will cause you to go into some dark places. And it can cause you to feel so good. That even when you see the truth again, you won't even recognize it and you don't even want a part of it. In other words, sin will lead you to eternal damnation. And while you're on your way, you are enjoying it. Failing to realize and recognize what great punishment awaits. I want to share this letter, and this, this is from a real person that presides here in Atlanta. She said, my mom sold me when I was seven. She said, we were really poor. My dad was never around. We lived in Section 8 housing and had to get most of our food from the food bank. We were really bad off. One day a man came up to our door saying he was from an adoption agency and could offer me a better life than the one I had with my mom. It sounds too good to be true. My mom paid the man a $50 administration fee and I was picked up the following day she said, the mom paid a $50 ministration fee. And she was picked up the following day. After that, she was taken to a home in a residential neighborhood and was subsequently tied up in a shed in the backyard. 
She was only allowed in the house when she was forced to have sex with up to 30 different Johns or people a night. It was a nice neighborhood. It didn't look like a crack house or anything. You would have never suspected it. Once Jane hit puberty and was no longer desired by the pedophiles that had been raping her, she was forced into prostitution. Prostitution wasn't as bad because I wasn't tied up all the time. It was still slavery, but a different form. Jane was lucky and was able to get out of the sex industry. Most aren't as lucky. Drug abuse and suicide are high occurrences. That's reality, folks. That's here in Georgia. What can cause people to tie up young girls and young boys and, and perform sex, such immoral acts and it's, it's animalistic? Sin, folks. Sin. For the flesh lust against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, are made known, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, uncleanness. Now keep in mind, in many of these cases, she's tied up. She's tied up, or he is tied up, because some men prefer boys over girls they're tied up and once the man or the woman come in and do what they have to do you know what there's not even the decency to go take a shower to let them take a shower and clean up no you just wait for the next one so how terrible is it for the child but how nasty and inhumane is it for the person coming in to perform it. And you know what really just blows my mind? It really blows my mind. You know, I, I had a huge falling out with a lot of guys when I was in the Navy. We used to pull up to some ports and you were always briefed and told this particular section of town is red light district. Stay away from it. And here, after you've been all briefed up and instructed on everything, when you got off the ship, guess where the majority of the crowd went? Red light district. Red light district. Let me tell you, there were some ports that was so nasty and so bad. I wouldn't even get off the ship. Now, I've been, you've been sitting out there for 15, 25 days. 
Man, you're looking forward to pulling up in a port. To just step on land for a little while. There were a couple of places, you know what, I wouldn't get off the ship. I would tell guys, look, I'll cover your duty. Oh, now, nah, of course I got paid. But the fact is, there was nothing. Can you imagine pulling up somewhere where you know there is nothing good? And you get up the next morning, you go down to sick bay where they're holding sick call. And the line is longer. The line is so long. Everybody, when I got infected. But this is my driving home point, what frustrated me. And a lot of these guys took this stuff home. See, sin don't care about whether you marry. Sin don't care about your faithful wife sitting at home waiting. Sin don't care about your loving husband waiting. Sin don't care about anything. And the Bible said, these are just a few works of the flesh. Idolatry, witchcraft, hatred. Variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, reverence, and such like. But I want to go back to that particular one. Uncleanness. Just flat out nasty. What would, what would cause a person... To be able to convert over and know that this person tied up. You walk into this room and they are tied up. What could possibly turn you on about a child being tied up? And you see... The fulfillment in your thinking to find joy and pleasure. Folks, let me tell you something. You better respect sin. And when the Bible said flee, it means what it says. When the Bible said avoid from the very appearance, it means what it says. Young folks, you're not beyond being snatched up. Amen. Don't compromise your integrity. Don't ruin your life because somebody wearing some shoes with red bottom or carrying a purse that costs a lot of money. But see, here's the thing. They may have a purse that costs five, six, seven hundred dollars. What's in it? Huh? Look, look, look deeper beyond the makeup that they're wearing. Why, why is she wearing so much makeup as an eighth grader or ninth grader? Look, look beyond the makeup. What is all of that makeup covering up? Because, see, somebody is putting their fists in. 
to her or he. No, we're not, we're not, we're not going to bank down about it. This is going to be a discussion for a long time around here. What can we do? We can pray. What can we do as we brought up Wednesday night? We can, we can talk about it. Another highlight, I don't know if you read it or not. It says 65% of men who purchase sex with female children in Atlanta live in suburban areas outside the 285 perimeter. We're talking about Georgia, folks. We're not talking about the nationwide problem. It's a, it is a nationwide problem, but you know what? We got a problem right here at home. Talk to your children. It's time to have some open dialogue. Times have changed. You know, when I was growing up, most parents didn't even talk to their children about sex or nothing. If you were so fortunate, you may have had a parent in the neighborhood who would talk about it. You know, for many of us, we grew up and your parents would just say, just shouldn't be out there doing it. Or better yet, you better not even mention no sex was a bad word. Man, you got a whipping. But those days over, folks. We got, to, we got to hold a dialogue. Amen. Amen. We have to hold a dialogue with our children because if we don't, Satan will. And, and it won't be by way of him showing up with, with a red suit and a pitchfork and a long tail. He's going to hold a dialogue through other children at the schools our children attend. He's going to hold a dialogue with somebody on the internet that our kids are talking to. He's going to hold dialogue on Instagram and other social media. It's time for us as parents to sit down and talk. I'm not saying our children are involved and I pray that none of our children ever have to be a victim. But I'm saying we can talk to our children so that they could be on the lookout. They might notice something in one of their classmates, one, their behavior. They may see that all of a sudden she's wearing a bunch of makeup. They may realize that when they walk up and talk to her and touch her, she, she's hurting. How did her shoulder get knocked out of place? And sometimes, through us teaching our children and educating our children, that might just be the lifeline to get that child to ask for help. You would think they would say, you would think to yourself, well, they could ask some grown-up. Sometimes it just don't work that way, folks. Sometimes kids just talk to other kids, their peers. I don't care how the information is conveyed. 
I just want to help. And you should feel the same way. Because none of our children are exempt. So I'm saying, let's keep this dialogue going. Let's keep this conversation going beyond after we leave here. Let's talk about it with our sons. Let's talk about it with our daughters. You just never know. You might be able to help save some precious soul. Because even though they are victims of this crazy, horrible trade, they still have a soul. And because they have a soul, we should be concerned. Because as terrible as it may be in the life they live in now, there's something even worse to come. Think about that for a moment. A person can live as a victim in sex trade for numerous of years in this life, but they still need to obey the gospel. And you know what? We need to try our best to reach out and identify, make a difference. It starts out beyond these walls, folks. It's easy to sing and talk a good game up in here. We're on the same team. But we got to dig in and get down to it when we walk out of here. Stop putting your, hand in, your head in the sand. Stop talking about what if. If it was your child, how would you feel? That's what was on my heart this evening. Don't be deceived. These pictures are real, folks. And these were the clean ones. These were the clean ones. If you don't get anything else, folks, let me tell you. Get this. Humans weren't meant to be treated like that. Respect the power of sin. Jesus said, a thief cometh before to steal, kill, and destroy. I challenge every parent, take this bulletin home. Take two or three of them. Sit down. Read over it with your child. Sit down, discuss it with them. You know, some of your kids might say, oh, I know. I, I, read it with them anyway. Just let them know. I love you. I care about you. And it would just destroy me if this happened to you. Be, be alert. Be alert. What's our song, Adore? 111 is our invitation song. You're here this evening and you desire to become a child of God. You desire to become a Christian, 
To have your sins washed away. To have your name written in the Lamb's book of life. To come in contact with the blood of Jesus which is able to cleanse you of all your guilty stains. Folks, you got to do it God's way. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Surrender your will. Repent. Confess Christ to be the son of God. Be baptized today for the remission of your sins. Guess what? The Bible said you can walk in a newness of life. I'm not saying it's going to solve every one of your problems that you're dealing with. But I can tell you, you got help now. You got help. Because apart from Christ, you by yourself. But being baptized and putting on Christ, oh, you got more resources now you ever can imagine. Because you belong to Christ. And he will take care of his own. Let us together stand. Let us sing. Give not to